Hey guys and girls, this is Glenn and welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. The podcast that is your favorite podcast and you just wait and just sometimes your, your, your spouse or your lover or your children or your grandmother <laughs> says, let's go out and do an activity. And you say, no, I'm just going to sit here and wait for an episode of the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. So, how you guys doing? You doing all right? Hey, did you have a good week? How are you going to have a good week this week? It's all about positivity. It's all about keeping a positive frame of mind. It really does make a difference. I tend to be sarcastic sometimes, and I guess that lends itself to being negative, but, I mean, I try to look at it like the glass is half full most of the time, but, uh... But I don't know. Everything will be all right. We're here now, and I have some cool, I have some cool stuff to talk about today. So I'm excited to do so. Uh, I thought that I would tell you about a man that shocked my nipple th- uh, this week, and uh, and that doesn't happen to me every day. So I figure that I would just go ahead and, and tell you about it. I have this friend. This friend of mine is uh, going on vacation. And he uh, is bringing me back some some really nice cigars from vacation, right? Because I've been talking about getting into uh, the occasional cigar, not an everyday thing, not something that I'm going to walk around, you know, every day with a cigar in my mouth, but just a, an occasional cigar. There's nothing wrong with that, right? And so uh, I ran into him this week, and he came up to me, and uh, he said, this will hold you over until uh, I get your nice cigars from my vacation he dropped uh he dropped a cigar into my i had a a pocket a breast pocket on my shirt and he like dropped it down into my pocket but his fingers kind of went into my pocket too and i guess like from carpet or static electricity his fingers actually shocked my nipple and i know that he felt it i don't think that he knew that it was my nipple only i knew that it was my nipple i mean how would he it wasn't like he was rubbing my chest it was like the little thunderbolt came out of the fingertip and just and just hit me square not even in the areola this was straight nipple it was a straight nipple shock i don't know if that's ever happened to me and uh so he shot me and he you know felt it and pulled his hand out real quick it was just kind of a weird i don't know it was kind of an awkward deal thing yeah but uh that's something that that never happened to me before so I couldn't wait. I was chomping at the bit, like they say, to <laughs> to tell you about it. But uh, what else happened? What else? Oh, check this out. So last week I did, if you listened to my podcast last week, I did an intro to like Japanese listeners, right? And uh, I received a voicemail Monday, right? I received this voicemail Monday, and it was all in a foreign tongue, right? I, I didn't understand. It could be Japanese. It could be Chinese. It was this lady... And there was a piano playing in the background, and she was just saying all of these words, right? And it was, I think, this is my theory, since I have no idea what, uh, like, I can translate to you, but if you talk back to me, like, if you thank me for my podcast, which I'm assuming that's what it was. It was a, it was a heartfelt thanks, you know, because I did reach out to my Japanese listeners, um, so like you gotta you've got to interpret that for me because I can't understand it. But I put it up like I I transferred it over so I could play it on here and uh it was <laughs> it was just kinda weird because like the day after or two days whenever I released the podcast is like uh 
it's like I got this nice thank you voice message from a from a Chinese lady or a Japanese lady. So uh, so I'll play that and we'll go ahead and get into the podcast and stop wasting time talking about such rubbish and gibberish. I can't tell you how good it feels to be back doing my podcast after my sabbatical where I did the other podcast for a while. I don't really like structure. I prefer if I have to think about something and talk about something for an extended period of time, which I guess is really not that long to because if this podcast is like 30 minutes long, that means that I talk for 30 minutes. It's not like, well, I talked for an hour and a half and edited it down to the best <laughs> it's none of that. It's just straight up. It's just what you it's just what I say and I don't cut anything out unless it's like really really bad. But uh but it feels really good to be back and to be talking about the things that are important in this world. You know, because everybody right now is talking about politics and uh well not everybody, but a lot of people are talking about politics and politics are so stupid, man. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of 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 people drinking the Kool-Aid. It really does kind of remind you when you see political gatherings, it kind of reminds you of Jim Jones. And if you ever watched any of uh like the stuff about cults, the uh what is that thing? That Netflix special, I forgot what it's called. But the uh where they built that whole town somewhere out west and uh it's like it's kind of like cult leaders like it's all these power hungry people and you know they make all these promises every four years and they act like they care you know they act like they care but (laughs) but nothing changes in your day-to-day you know what i mean like this whole like the whole uh coronavirus thing that's happening and i really hope that i'm right about this because it was kind of freaky because when I first heard about it, I was like, well, The Walking Dead is about to happen in America. It's a good thing. I've seen most of those episodes, so I know what's up. I kind of got bored with it. I went over to Fear the Walking Dead because The Walking Dead, there was only so many episodes where it's like, oh, in this episode, Rick Grimes is sweaty again. And <laughs> you can't kill my boy. And I mean, that's just all right. <laughs> episode 98. Rick Grimes is sweaty again. And uh, and Carl got on my nerves when he got older. He just got this little attitude. Calm down, Patches. But uh, but anyway, so when I first heard... <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. When I first heard about the coronavirus, I was like, well, this is great. You know, we're going to um, we're gonna go to The Walking Dead times. And everybody's kind of panicking about it. And, uh, and so I started reading up about it. And I started looking at it, and I was like, oh, so it's like a really contagious cold. A lot of people, like, there's people that are infected that don't even know they're infected. There's some people that have cold symptoms. There's some people that have flu-like symptoms. And everybody's kind of freaking out about it. And then when you turn on the TV, everybody is like, I don't know. It's such a big, huge deal. 
And I really don't think that it's something that everybody needs to freak out about. And uh, I even saw on Amazon that that there was this one seller that was selling a box of a hundred. Um, you can get them cheaper on there, but I saw this one seller had a box of a hundred of the disposable masks for uh, like three hundred and ninety nine dollars. Right, three hundred and ninety nine dollars. That is like making money off of what they call that price gouging. Yeah, that's that's just wild, man. It's wild that we live in a world that is like that. But in China people are on top of people and it's not we're not the i guess it's not the exact same over here as it is over there and so i don't know i don't see why people are freaking out so bad about it. i really hope that i'm right about that you know this podcast might might go out and you know then there'll be some widespread widespread panic <laughs> but uh I never was really into widespread panic or fish. I mean, fish was all right. I saw widespread before when I was younger and my teenage back when I used to be cool, man. I saw widespread, but um, I don't know. As far as jam bands went back in the day, I like uh, the string cheese incident, but uh, but I really wasn't into, I wasn't into jam bands like that, man. If I wanted some cool, chill music, maybe a little Bob Marley or Sublime, something like that. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of laundromats, so my washing machine went out and the repair guy is working on it. And uh, and I don't know when it will be back in commission. So what I've had to do the last uh, couple wash cycles is in the middle of my busy schedule, because I got a busy schedule. I am constantly, when I make appointments now, what I have to do is I have to look at a planner and uh and I have to look at a planner, and when I call places to make appointments, you know how when you call places when your kids are real young, and you're like, you know, when can I get in? You know, now it's to the point where I'm calling people and saying, all right, these are the days, and these are the times that I have available. It's like I call them, and 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 they have to make an appointment with me, which is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like if you call somewhere to make an appointment, and you turn it around on them, then they kind of, it's weird, like, they'll kind of make it a little mission to, like, an, it's an accomplishment if they can get an appointment with me, and so it's, it's, it's like reverse sociology or something like that, but, uh, but so I've been really busy lately, I'm not complaining about that, I'm not complaining about that at all, because I think that I'm really lucky to have the life that I have, and I feel really, I feel really, uh, grateful every day, to have the life that I have. So I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying that doing, having to go to a laundromat on top of like on your down days when you'd usually get a few minutes to relax, spending that time in a laundromat just sucks, you know? So, <laughs> so I guess I am complaining about it. But let me tell you something. When I first started this podcast, I talked about, yeah, I don't know. It might have been in episode two or three. I talked about an experience that I had at a laundromat. And it was probably one of the last times that I went to a laundromat. And uh, that episode, I don't know if you can even find it. You can probably find it somewhere on the internet. A lot of those old ones are just so bad that I just took them down. It's probably floating around somewhere, though. But anyway, like, I love the people at the laundromat. I love, I don't know, man. Like, you can put your laundry in, and you can go back out to your car and sit and and you know or you know walk down to another place on the strip mall or whatever it is you know what i mean but 
I like to sit in the laundromat because every single time that I'm in there, I meet or I see or I witness some really different stuff going on, right? Some, some, there's some interesting people at a laundromat. If you don't, if you have a lot of free time, you know, maybe the summer, maybe when your kids are at camp or, 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 you know, you're, you have a couple hours to kill. If you go to a laundromat in a pretty, like a, it's got to have a lot of traffic. Just go sit in a laundromat. Take a book in there. Just act like you are hanging out and like waiting on some clothes in there. You know what I mean? And you'll see, you'll see some kind of crazy person in the laundromat. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Remember that guy with the, with the uh, suits? I guarantee it. Is that nationwide? That can't just be local around here. You know what I'm talking about? The guy with the beard that's like, you'll look good. I guarantee it. I never thought that dude looked good. You know? I never, th- I was like, why'd they get some raggedy looking woodsman to sell suits? You know, that's not even, maybe it's relatable. Maybe like ugly, normal people like me would see it and they would trick us. And we got this ugly guy with a beard that says, I guarantee it. It's like Bob Vila's brother or something. Like, uh, it kind of looked like, uh, what's the home improvement? You know, the, uh, Tim Allen's partner on there. What was his name? Al? Was that his name? Al? That sounds right. He kind of looks like that guy, except selling suits. Because there's something about beards. There's something about beards that's just generic. You know? There's different kinds of beards, and there's different... I guess different beards are nicer than other people's beards. But, uh... I don't know. I've had trouble finding somebody to to cut my beard lately. And I asked... Um, my brother-in-law that has beers and sells beer bomb and knows all about that stuff. Like what I, what should I do? Because every time I go somewhere and a lady's like, do you want your beer trimmed? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. Then it's all messed up. You know, she messes it all up. And then I have to go home and figure out how to even everything up. And so I've even resorted to watching YouTube videos about how to trim my beard up because it is getting longer. And, um, they said the coronavirus people, the CDC put something out warning about facial hair. But uh, I think that's just for people with nasty beards. You know, I'm not trying to cut my... I would almost rather have the coronavirus than shave my beard because it's taken me a couple years. But my brother-in-law said that what I should do is go to like one of those hipster barber shops. Uh, but I was like, dude, do you know where I live? Like, that's easy for you to say because he's like, every two weeks you go to a hipster barber shop. But, I mean, when they have the straight razors and they even all this stuff. But, I mean, do you know where I live, dude? You live in a big city. I live in Podunk, USA, which is fine. I love small towns. I prefer a small town to a large town. But uh, but I guess that I'm just going to have to break down and, and figure it out. Because I like it, but I don't like having it look homeless, which it kind of got to that point to where I was looking kind of homeless and what the reason I say that anyway so the laundromat is uh I guess I look maybe poor and so I was at the <laughs> I was at the laundromat and I was you know doing all these clothes and like there were there was this group in there from the Rotary Club and they were giving out quarters right they were giving out quarters to everybody and uh, I guess it was like a charitable thing. And I ain't got no beef with the Rotary Club. I mean, the Rotary Club's cool. You know what I mean? But um, but so my washing machine's broken. So I'm in there putting all my clothes in a washer. I'm trying to hurry up because I have a lot of stuff to do, right? And, uh, 
and they're giving out quarters to everybody and they were like, hey, don't use your quarters, use our quarters, you know? And we're doing a charitable thing. I think they even had a plate of cookies in there, but uh, but by the time I got there, most of the cookies were gone. I'm not above, I'm not above eating cookies with, with the rest of the laundromat people. I'm really not, but they were mostly gone. It is cold and flu season. And so I'm, I'm just going to skip the laundromat cookies, you know? And so I was wearing older clothes because all, I was washing all my, my normal clothes that I wear, which aren't fancy because pretty much it's like jeans and a t-shirt in the winter. It's a hoodie. I prefer black t-shirts most of the time just because they, like, I do have a, you know how, what's the Fergie song? My humps, my humps, my humps, my humps. Well, I have my humps on my, on like my belly is my humps, my lovely baby humps. <laughs> and so I wear a black t-shirt because if you have like a, like a Play-Doh body, right, it can't be out of hand. I mean, there's only so much that black can do, you know, there's a, a black t-shirt can hide some stuff. I don't know, but it can't, uh, it can't hide everything. But so I wear black t-shirts it's just aggravating because deodorant stains, like I'll put on a black t-shirt and I'll try. It's like, I'm, I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to sneak through, you know, in the movies when there's like a treasure, they're in a museum or, or something, they're trying to steal a piece of artwork and there's all these laser sensors, like the red sensors and they got to crawl and, and duck and jump over and through all these, you know, it's like a maze. That's how putting on a black t-shirt is with deodorant, you know, and I have so many black t-shirts because I'll try to get one on. And usually that one, I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I look at the, I look at the under my arms and there won't be any deodorant down the sides. And I'll say, I did it. And then I'll look in the mirror and it'll be like deodorant, white deodorant marks on my back. You know, sometimes I just leave it. If I'm putting a hoodie on anyway, I'll just leave it, you know, because nobody's going to see it anyway. You know, so I was kind of dressed in older clothes and these guys are like, use our quarters, not your quarters. And I was I ignored them the first couple of times, but I'm like, all right, man. And I took their quarters. They had little stacks of quarters sitting everywhere. And, uh, and I used their quarters, you know, <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, they're just being nice and, and myself, respect you know because in my head i was like dude i don't need your quarters i'll probably make as much money as you what i mean but then i was like well well there's this quarters that are like probably a dollar fifty two dollars in quarters and uh actually that's the price of my self-respect and (laughs) self-worth it's two dollars a quarters so uh if you think that i'm homeless and my beard was probably looking crazy if you think that i'm homeless uh that's my price to not tell you that I'm I'm not. So I just thought that that was something crazy. And I mean, yesterday I had to go back yesterday. That was last week. I had to go back yesterday and the, uh, there was an angry man in there and, uh, the angry man made me very happy because his clothes weren't drying fast enough in one dryer. And so he was, ta- I think he over like put too much stuff in the dryer and he was just like really impatient. And uh, I was just sitting on one of the folding tables, kind of watching them out of the corner of my eye because I like to see, I really enjoy seeing people get upset Um, that that I don't know. I mean, I don't want my loved ones. I don't like seeing my loved ones upset. You know, I try to 
to calm people down when it's people that I care about getting upset, you know, and be like, Hey, it's no big deal and blah, blah, blah. But when it's strangers, like when strangers are making a scene or when they're aggravated or they get upset, it just makes me happy. So it was me and there's this little old lady and was this, this man. And he was mad that his clothes weren't drying fast enough yesterday. And so he was opening the thing and he was taking all his clothes out of one dryer and slamming them into another dryer, one item at a time. And it was overfilled. That was your problem, dude. You cannot overfill a dryer or it's not going to dry the clothes. And so one item at a time, he was just slamming them into another dryer, you know, and I could tell the old lady was uncomfortable. And, uh, and I was just sitting there on the table, just kind of chuckling to myself, not not like in his face, like, oh, I'm laughing at you're stupid. But I mean, I was just, uh, I just thought that it was funny that, uh, that he was being that way. You know, dude, they're going to dry, chill out. It's not the end of the world. It's Saturday evening. You know, if you're at a laundromat on Saturday evening, your life isn't that awesome anyway, like myself. But, <laughs> but anyway, what else do I have to talk about? I got some other stuff to talk about. What do I have? Let me go into my, let me go into my little notes and see what else. Oh, there's something else that I wanted to address. Address. Uh, since when things are on the in the news cycle, I like to talk about them and give my take on them. That's what's great about a podcast. What a podcast is, especially like mine. Let me get a drink of my, my iced coffee here. What uh, What's great about a podcast is that when it's a podcast with no topic, like it's not about movies, it's not about true crime or anything like that. I just get to give my two cents on every, anything that I want to, and no one comes back at me. There's no back and forth. There's no dialogue. So there's something kind of empowering about <laughs> about just saying what I want to say and then not having to listen to anybody. Like if you have that big of a problem with anything that I say, feel free to email me or hit me up on on uh on Twitter, um, but, uh, it's, <laughs> I just get to say, well, that's all that, that's all that's going to be said about that. And now I'll move on. But anyway, so there was this kid, I want to say it was in Australia, right? And, and he looked like a little person and evidently he got bullied. And there was this video that, um, that I'm, if you have any kind of social media, I'm sure that you saw it. And there was this video that went viral where he was crying. I think it was sitting in the seat of a car saying he wanted to die or something like that. And he was bullied. Right now, uh, what I think about that is bullying is wrong. It is. It's wrong. It's, it's, it's something that I wouldn't tolerate if somebody bullies my kid. I want to know about it. And I'm going to show up. And we're going to have a problem. And we're going to have a coming to Jesus meeting. And we're going to figure it out. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Me and the other kids' parents or whatever it is, right? That's the kind of parent that I am, right? Something that I won't do is I won't stick a, vi a cell phone in front of my kid's face while they're upset, right? And film it and then put it onto the internet. That's something that I won't do. And see, a lot of people, a lot of people liked it and retweeted it and I'm sure on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else that it was and a lot of times when something like this happens it catches celebrities attention and celebrities will be like I got your back and here's my video and 
you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's compassion. You know what I mean? That is compassionate. But when you look at it from the perspective of what was that parent's motives in doing that? Are they trying to get attention or fulfillment from themselves? Are they kind of using their kid? Like your kid's upset visibly. Put your cell phone up, you know? That's, you don't do that. You don't do, I kind of have a problem with parents who post a lot of stuff about their kids. Like their kids aren't old enough, like let them make the call when they get older. If they want to put themselves out there on the internet, um, like let them make that call. Like, don't you do that? There's a lot of messed up people in the world. Right. And like, I don't know if you're like, this is bully awareness because it's not because bullies don't watch that video. Bullies aren't surfing through Twitter and they're like, oh, I feel bad. This kid is, is, uh, upset. You know, I'm gonna stop being a bully now. No, it makes good people that see it feel bad for the kid, you know, and sports teams and athletes have gotten behind these kind of, I've seen all kind of things. That's all fine and good. I have no problem with that. What I have a problem with is a parent who will do that to their kid, if that makes sense. Like, I think that that's like, get over yourself, you know? Don't use your kid to get likes and retweets and shares because it's not change. you're not changing anything that's bad in the world because, like, it's kind of like the anti-bully campaign kind of reminds me of the Just Say No campaign. Like, it doesn't seem very effective. It kind of... It's like, well, you should tell. If you see something, you need to tell on the bully. Or if you experience something, you just need to be a tattletale. What what the real world is not like that. The real world is not, I'm going to go tell my mommy and daddy. And they'll, you know, swoop in and deal with my mean boss. Or they'll swoop in and deal with, uh, you know, whatever the situation is when you're older. Because people aren't always nice. You know, people aren't always nice in the world. And... You know, a lot of times when bullies bully people, there's something there. There's something there. You know what I mean? That's, their life is not awesome. How they feel about themselves is not awesome. Something's going on. And I don't always think that a bully's parents, I don't think that it's a lack of parenting in all cases because I've seen stuff that was related to this that where, where, the parents are like, you know, well, the bullies, ch-. there was like a cartoon I saw that saw, it was a, it was a parent standing beside, behind a kid sticking their tongue out and the tongue was going through the back of the bully's head and coming out his mouth at the, the little guy that he was bullying. So it was kind of painting the picture of bad parenting or, you know, mean parents lead to mean kids. It's not always the case, man. There's all kinds of issues and mental issues and and things that go on to make kids bully other kids. You know what I mean? And you should, you should of course, you should teach your kid to be good uh, to, to, to other people, you know, and to love other people. But at the same time, they don't need to be a pushover. And they dang sure don't need you to put a video camera in their face and show everything to the world, you know. And you should teach your kid to stick up for themselves. You know, maybe I'm a little bit old fashioned, but, uh, but I mean, I got bullied when I was young, you know, it sucked, you know, and maybe, maybe my parents should have stepped in more than, than they did, but it was a different time back then, you know, 
but I figured it out, you know, and I think that I'm kind of well-rounded today, at least enough to talk about, because I was thinking about when, uh, when I saw that video, I was like, well, if that had happened to me, if my parent had stuck a video, like, I guess they would be holding a big camcorder back then on their shoulder, you know, would that have made any difference and helped me? You know, maybe, well, all these people support you, Glenn. Like, uh, we got, I guess they didn't have likes back then. We got, you got, you know, 100,000 fan letters. I really don't think that that would have helped me as a person. You know, would that have, would that have made anything better? And would uh, that have changed anything to do with, a, with a kids that would bully me? You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought that was kind of a... I don't know. It's kind of a touchy subject. It just is. But I mean, I, when I saw it, it kind of made me mad when I saw it. Not at the kid. I felt I did. The part of me felt bad for the kid, you know, that got bullied. But then another part of me got angry at the parent because I'm like, what kind of parent are you? Why are you doing this to your kid? Why are you subjecting them? You know, even further. I mean, they're visibly upset. Calm down, lady. Get over yourself. But uh, I'm going to take a little break, and I'll be back instantly because of technology. It wasn't that quick. It was very... God bless how fast I am. Okay, so in the last little part of my podcast today, I'm really excited about this last uh, segment that I'm doing because I guess it's not really a segment. I guess I'm just continuing to ba- to babble. It's not. I'm trying to make it sound like it's fancier than what it is. It's just... A guy in a microphone saying things, but this is something I'm gonna I'm kind of gonna share a little bit about my new passion, and I'm kind of serious. Like I am passionate about this. I found I find a lot of satisfaction. This has kind of become my new hobby. Um, what I'm about to share with you, and so I just want to give you a little, I don't know, a little taste of uh, what I've enjoyed doing. As of lately, well, it's probably been done on podcasts before, but I don't know of any, so I just wanted to tell you about these. There's this, you know, Craigslist. Uh, so there's Craigslist, right? And there's this thing called missed connections on Craigslist. And what a missed connection is, is it's kind of like a one in a million chance that, you know, like I'll give you an example, okay? Like, so I'm coming out of, let's say I'm coming out of Home Depot, right? So I'm coming out of this, uh, Home Depot and I'm checking out and the girl that's ringing me up say it's a pretty uh it's a pretty cashier and she is just polite to me right she's just a polite has manners great customer service and she's just you know smiles I say something she says something about you know the paint that I'm buying and you know I make some little you know and she's like <laughs> you know just being polite like you know i'm about to paint the town and she's like ah, ha, ha. you're so fine that would be forty dollars and 22 cents you know what i mean just being a nice person so naturally since she was polite to me i think that she must want me and you know but i don't have the i don't have the confidence to say something to her there's people behind me in line i'm not trying to be rude and so i tell myself well you know i don't want to be hold up the line by asking for a number because she must be into me because she laughed at my joke about painting the town so uh so what i'll do is i'll go home and get on craigslist 
under misconnections and say, you know, we were at the Home Depot. You laughed at my joke while I was checking out. And, uh, you know, I'd really like to get to meet you. Um, email me back and we can set up a date. You know what I mean? I'm the guy who pulled up in the rust colored van with the windows painted black. And, you know, you looked at me and, you know, you you smiled and then began to run in the opposite direction. Oh, you must have, what is it when you can't tell your right from your left? That's not dyslexia. What is that? When you can't, you must be ambidextrous. <laughs> no, that means that you can, that means that you can, that you can do stuff with both hands. Man, this podcast is a train wreck. What is dyslexia? Isn't that where you mix up your, you see things backwards? I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't even matter, Glenn. Just shut up and get to the good stuff. But uh, but anyway, so that's an example of what a misconnection is. Now, if you look under misconnections, there's a lot of nasty stuff, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and mislead you and lie to you and you listen to my podcast and you think that it's all fun and game and innocence. Like there's something wrong. There's something wrong with you know, there's people, there's, you know, casual, sexual people looking for that kind of stuff. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. But, but I enjoy, the ones that I enjoyed are the ones that are borderline stalkerish and just make me feel a little bit uncomfortable when I read them. You can usually see, like, if you go through, what I do is I go through and I read all the titles of all these things. And then I can kind of cherry pick the ones that I know just by the title that they'll be good. It's like what I'm looking for. I can see it just in the title. Right. And so, you know, I went through and and I was looking at a big city that's near me. And then I was like, so what I need to do is I need to go to like Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York City. And so I went to the big list, like the big city Craigslist lists of these uh, misconnections. And I just picked out a few that I'm going to talk to you about today that I'm going to read to you. And then I'm just going to kind of give you my two cents on, you know, the situation. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully. If this podcast, you know, if by chance, because it's kind of like a one in a million chance that somebody will be like, I'm going to go on to misconnections and see if anybody's looking for me, you know, but, but, you know, I, I just want to do my part. I want to do my part to bring people together, you know, because it's all about love. It's all about, you know, I want you to find your person because, you know, there are, there's a lot of people out there that are lonely that, that are really lonely and they want, you know, to find their person. So I'm just trying to do my part in the world to make the world a better place, to make the world a happier place. For some reason, these people aren't on the dating apps, you know, because it's not that hard to get a date nowadays or it's not hard at all to get a date nowadays. So, you know, but these people, they, they want, they they want that one special someone. They don't want to, to, to just have a date. They want specific people. And so I just want to help in any way that I can, you know, because a podcast can be heard, you know, my podcast is not wildly popular, but you know, if by chance, you know, somebody listens to this and they're like, I am that person, you know, then, then I want to be there for them. All right. So let me read you the first one. Um, but, but, but let me pull it up here. All right. Here's one. Lost my longtime granny friend. For years, I had a granny friend whom I would see whom. See, this person has good. They said whom I would see. Yeah. People that don't know good English don't say whom. 
Like, I don't even say whom. Unless I say to whom it may concern. <laughs> That's the only time I say whom. When else do I say whom? When I say, and when I say to whom it may concern, usually I'm being sarcastic. So this person, like, off the top, you know, they had a granny friend. Just the title. The title is Lost My Longtime Granny Friend. So it's somebody that's suffering with a loss. You know what I mean? So, you know, and then to start off, and they're mannerly. So I just want to give them props up front. It's a small detail. A lot of people might not even catch that. But when's the last time you'd be saying whom? Who says whom? Except people that are really good, smart people. All right. For years, I had a granny friend whom I would see as our schedules permit. See, now they kind of messed up because it would it would be I would see as our schedules would permit or our schedules permitted. It wouldn't say just permit, right? For years, I had a granny friend who I would see as our schedules permit. As our schedules would permit is what it should say. So I take back everything nice I said. The home thing was probably just an accent. Unfortunately, she has moved away. Really enjoy the time we used to spend together and very sad these days. All right, so here's what I think about this person. I think that this person did have a granny friend, right? And I'm taking it this may be a gentleman. A gentleman caller. And he had, like, a granny, like, it was, like, an older lady. And uh, she was an older lady. She probably moved away. I don't know if that means she died or she got put in a nursing home or something. But uh, it kind of ends with him saying that he enjoyed the time. And I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't just come out and assume that it was a guy. But I'm just going to I'm gonna go ahead and just take a shot in the dark and say that I'm assuming that this was a, uh, a male. And, uh, and at the end, I'm very sad these days. Now, he wasn't saying I'm in search of, um, I'm in search of a granny friend. I would like another granny friend to spend time with. He just said, you know, I used to have a granny friend. Now I'm really sad these days. And I think what he's doing is it's kind of a passive way to be like, you know, if any grannies are reading this, you know, respond to me and be like, oh, Shani, I feel so bad for you. Wouldn't you come over for some milk and cookies? You know, and I mean, he, that's, he just wants a lady probably to make cookies with or to make cookies for him and give him milk. And uh, this is, I mean, he, he wants a granny figure. You know, his other one moved away. So, you know, that's, I'm, I'm just putting that out there. That person is in the world. If you're the granny that moved away, shame on you for leaving old Sonny Boy on his home. All right, let's go to another one. Um, All right, this one is from another place. I'm not going to tell you where these are. I'm not going to tell you where all these are. I'm just not, you know, because if you know, you'll know. If it's like a specific person, you'll know where you are. When you hear this, you'll know. And you'll be like, oh, that's me. It's on Craigslist locally. So I'm going to check that. You know, so I don't have to read these. I'm not going to embarrass them. What I'm trying to do here is not embarrass the people that posted this stuff. I'm just trying to make love happen, baby. All right. Missing my mature Korean woman. She left town, and I would love to meet someone new. Curvy goes to the top of the list. All right. As soon as I, as soon as I read this, I was like, all right. So I'm assuming that this, that this is another man. man. And this is a trend that I'm kind of seeing on misconnections. There's a lot. There's a lot of men that are on these things. And so, uh, so this person said that 
that the Korean woman, the mature Korean woman, so I'm taking that means an old man. You got an old Korean woman, and she left town, and you'd love to meet someone new. Curvy goes to the top of the list. For people that don't know what online dating is, is they don't say fat. On online dating or online uh, sites like this, instead of saying fat, they'll say curvy. I'm curvy. You know, skinny people can be curvy too, but fat people real curvy, right? So on this kind of things, what he's saying is curvy. That means that he's looking for a fat little mature. That means old Korean woman. So he wants a fat old Korean woman. And I thought about it. I was like, man, that's kind of, that's your deal. You would like to, you, you would like to, uh, you would like to hang out with someone like that. To me, to be with somebody I got to like their personality. I got to, we got to like, we got to click. We got kind of got to jive. You know what I mean? Like race and all this other stuff that you're talking about. That shouldn't be, I guess that's kind of superficial. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to judge other people because if you're in a superficial relationship and that works for you, I'm not going to, that's your life, man. So I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. If that's your deal, that's your deal. I don't see a lot of, of Korean women, period, that are fat. When's the last time you saw a fat Korean lady walking around? You know, it's not something that you see a lot. Like, especially an old fat Korean lady. You know, you just don't see that. This was in a city where, let's see, I guess there's good food in the city. So maybe it's like a Korean woman who come came to the city and was like, man, there's so much food here. I'm going to just eat a lot of stuff and be fat. But, I mean, that's what he wants an old, fat Korean lady. Or curvy. Curvy. He said curvy goes to the top of the list. So if you're curvy and you're a Korean woman, and uh, you're at the top of this guy's list. So, you know, whatever I can do. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right, this is a, this is a subway. This is a subway. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. It's not a subway. I don't think it was. Okay. It's not a subway. I was thinking it was a subway in a big city, uh, like a one that you ride, but it's not. It's an actual subway where they make sandwiches. All right. And I'm not going to read the title because I'll give it away. If I read this, this is one of the ones that if I read and this is you, you'll know what I'm talking about. And you will run into the arms of your love and then have chloroform on a rag put over your mouth all right this is a long shot but here it goes i was at the subway on blank and blank around 6 30 ordering food you were behind me and we started talking and honestly i loved how we just clicked if this is you please email me back and tell me where i work at so i can know it's you <laughs> Have you ever just been nice to the people around you? Ah, have you ever just ah, talked to the people that are around you, cracked a little joke? Like some people, it, it's really funny reading this because because this kind of this kind of uh, desperation, I guess, just is 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 not. I guess is sad a little bit, but you're just like man. Sometimes people really take things the wrong way, yeah. And, and you can just be out living life and hold the door for somebody or, you know, pick up something that someone's drops in a grocery store and be like, oh, well, they want to marry me. <laughs> someone, someone smiled at me 
as they started to walk briskly away. So, uh, but I'm not, I mean, I can't judge. Maybe you had a good conversation. You were in line at Subway, you know, $5 foot long or whatever it is there. I don't even know. All of Subway kind of tastes the same. All Subway and kind of Jimmy John's to tell you the truth. A lot of that stuff, like a lot of their sandwiches just kind of take, taste alike. So I'm not real crazy, but I'm not better than them. You know, I'm sitting in the laundromat for crying out loud, taking free money from the Rotary Club, fellas. But uh, like, that's another one. You gave me quarters in a laundromat. I would love to spend more time with you. Please hit me up and tell me what I was wearing. But anyway, um, as, as you handed your, you, the quarters to me, your fingers lingered in my hand. <laughs> uh, okay, so this, this person, uh, I don't know if it is a man or a woman, but I'm just going to say it's a guy. I'm going to say it's a guy again. I just don't see a lot of women writing misconnections, to tell you the truth. So if you're the subway chick or the subway dude, man... Uh, you'll know that it's you, and uh, was it 6.30, and y'all were talking, you know where this person, this man works, and uh, so you need to uh, follow your heart, you know what I'm saying, and maybe y'all can go out on a date to uh, another fine submarine sandwich shop. All right, this is a good one. This is one that um, could appeal to the masses. This person is not picky. I would say from the title of it, and from the subject content that is within this misconnections post, that it is most definitely beyond a shadow of a doubt a man. So here's the next one. Any women want to make a baby? Question mark. Or I guess I should read it. Any women want to make a baby? And then this is what it says in the actual post. Any women want to make a baby? <laughs> So, this is for all of you. This is for... If, if somebody's listening to my podcast right now, right? If someone's just listening to my podcast and you're a woman, and you were like, man, I want, I want a baby. I want a baby. And you're just like, maybe I'll listen to the Glenn Thinks the podcast to distract me from wanting to make a baby. Today's your lucky day. This is a sign... It's a sign because there's someone out there who actually want, is not, it's just, you have to be a woman. That's what the requirement, any, it says any, and any means any. So that's, this is your lucky day. This guy isn't, this guy, I'm sure that he has a nice van. If you don't mind duct tape and zip ties, it's your lucky day. And, uh, yeah, this is one that I read that I was just like, man, this is just getting creepy, you know? But I was kind of already deep, uh, into this stuff. Like, I was already kind of, to kind of searching all over the United States, you know? And it wasn't even like I spent, I probably spent an hour, you know, looking for all this stuff. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse for a woman to be walking around not having a baby. When there are people like this in the world, yeah, this is this is your this is your man. This is your lucky day. All right, here's another one. Long Beach car wash. I guess this is like, <laughs> I guess I kind of gave this away. Uh, where it is? Long Beach car wash. You're the Asian girl in red car. Me in white car. 
red Prius at car wash, I was in white Subaru. We smiled at each other a couple times in line. Wanted to help you vacuum, but you left. If you see this, send a message. Okay? So, she left. You wanted to help her vacuum. Okay, if I'm in line somewhere and I'm just staring at someone, you know... If I'm just staring at someone, or if someone's staring at you, I can't, maybe as a man, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. It doesn't make me uncomfortable when someone is, like, staring at me. It's it's more annoying, you know what I mean? But I can imagine where a girl that's out in public, um, and she's getting stared at, I, I would understand why that would make you uncomfortable, and you might kind of give a smile to someone, you know, just smile at someone like, it's not staring at me. But uh, maybe that wasn't the case. I also thought at these car washes, what you do is you pay for a car wash. Unless you have a membership, you pay for a car wash and then you vacuum your car. Like that's included in the price. Like you go through the car wash and then you pull out and you can vacuum your car. So you're kind of paying for that as well. But the girl left. Like she washed her car and left. Maybe her car didn't need to be vacuumed. Maybe she was uncomfortable because she was getting stared at by somebody. You know, because there you got your own car to vacuum. You know, I was going to help you vacuum. You know, as a total, like if a total stranger come up to me, I'm a guy. And if a girl came up, well, I'm not going to lie. I might let a girl vacuum my car. <laughs> hey, can I help you vacuum your car? I'd be like, heck yeah. But, uh, but I could see where like if a guy just approached a, a woman like that, it might make her uncomfortable. And so like just from this guy's story, it's kind of like it's kind of like you I see this stuff happening in my head and I'm uncomfortable for the other person. But at the same time, you know, maybe in some of these cases, the other person was kind of, you know, kind of scared to, to say that she loved you. You know, maybe she maybe she read the other guy's thing about the baby and she's like oh my goodness i just read on craigslist that that any women want a baby and i want a baby and uh so maybe that's where she sped off to i don't know man i hope that you find love you know i hope that that you find the the asian girl in the red prius <laughs> all right what do we got next what have we got next all right, I'll try to I'll try to blow through these. I know that I'm taking a long time going through. It's just like I, I have joy. This gives me I have a sense of happiness doing this. All right, lady with glasses working at Carl's. I guess that's Carl's Jr.'s. Carl's Jr. We don't have that here, but uh, it's a fast food place. I see you every once in a while. I want to talk to you, but you are always busy. <laughs> You're short and light-skinned. You speak with an accent and always smiling. I asked for honey mustard. What days do you work? <laughs> oh, okay. So this person is always busy. First of all, sir, I'll just assume that it's a sir. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I've been picking on the guys a lot, just assuming that uh, that it's guys that are being douchebags. So what I'm going to do with this is uh, I'm going to assume that it's a woman. And you're looking for this lady uh, with glasses working at Carl's. And she smiles a lot. And, and I want to talk to you, but you're always busy. You're short and light-skinned. You speak with an accent, always smiling. I asked for honey mustard. <sighs> a lot of people probably ask for honey mustard. When you say that, uh, that, that you ask for honey mustard... That's like that doesn't narrow it down at all. It's like asking, it's like it's like asking, like uh, you're you're at a, 
you're at the Lakers game or something, you know, and you're like, well, which cheerleader are you pointing to? And it's like the hot one, man. Like, thanks for narrowing it down for me. But, uh, but yeah. And then at the end it says, what days do you work? So you, if you're the, if you're the girl with the accent with the light skin that works at Carl's Jr., you need to, uh, you need to respond to this ad because you know who you are. It's the person that asked for honey mustard for crying out loud. Uh, you need to respond to this ad and tell them your work schedule uh, because that's not creepy at all. All right, girl on one train. Hello, beautiful girl with big shining eyes from the one train around 11.15 this morning. We both got on at the same station and you got off at Times Square. We made eye contact a few times, but we were separated by people on the train and I couldn't follow you out of the train to talk because I had to go to work. I think you were going to work too, judging by what, by what your white polo said. And you were wearing a very memorable necklace. If you read this and are interested, tell me about the necklace or what your shirt said. I hope this works out. Uh, that's not, there's really not a whole lot to say about that besides... It, it was somebody in New York City. You could tell that by the by the what it said. And he was saying he couldn't follow you off of the train. He couldn't follow you. This is creepy. We made eye contact a few times. It's not like when you make eye contact more than once, it means that you're staring at someone, right? Because if you just if you look at somebody and they look at you. That is a coincidence, you know? If it keeps happening, if it keeps happening, one of you is staring at the other one, right? Because you would look at somebody and then look away, right? Am I am I right or am I wrong? Like, that is what would happen. You would look at somebody and, and they would already be looking at you. Like, so this guy's staring at her. He's saying that I wanted to follow. He said, hello, beautiful girl with big shining eyes. That's how he started that. That's a bold, aggressive move. That's an opening that is kind of bold, man. If you open with that to somebody that you really don't know, like if you're on a dating app and you just open with that, hello, beautiful girl with big shining eyes. <laughs> okay. Where were you? Where is this some kind of, that's, is he a Broadway actor or something? I'm just assuming that it's another man. But, uh, yeah, she had a necklace on. She had an interesting necklace on, but there were people between them on the train. So he's really checking her out. He's scoping her out. He's reading her shirt. He's looking at her necklace. He's the one that's staring at her. They made eye contact a couple times. Because she looked up and I was like, this guy wants something staring at me. And uh, so she probably got off and just waited for the next train, brother. That's probably what happened. But anyway, if you're in love, if you're reading this, ma'am, or if you're hearing this, and you didn't know that this the, the, the creeper guy was on um, was on Craigslist saying stuff like this, then uh, then you need to respond and and live happily ever after with them. Okay, I only got a few more, I promise. I'm almost done. I only got a few more. Uh, man, Glenn, you really beat things to death on your podcast. Well, I try. Okay, so I don't know when I'm going to do this again, like as far as the misconnections. And I'm going to keep, like I enjoy this, so this is for me. All right, Philly Cheese Steak Cutie. I saw you passing by the gallery today. We looked at each other and our soul connected. Oh, this is a good one. I remember this one. You went to the halal cart right next to 
right next to and ordered a Philly sandwich and a coffee, you're wearing, you are, so that is Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, you're wearing a black jacket, medium height, light brown skin. You looked at me and smiled. If you see this posting and tell me what I wore, contact me. Oh, okay. So you're passing by the gallery. We looked at each other and are so connected. That was one of my favorite things. You looked at somebody. You looked at somebody, man. Your soul didn't connect. Your eyeballs connected. You're in a big city. You look at somebody. They see you. Smile. They were. She was being polite. The lady was being polite. And that's what. That's one of the greatest things about. About um. About misconnections is. Is that simple little things. Somebody walked past you, made eye contact, smile. I smile at all kind of people, man. Our souls don't be connecting. My soul don't be connecting with nobody. I'll tell you what happened is this lady probably was hungry. She was like, I'm about to get my Philly sandwich. Who doesn't like a Philly sandwich and a coffee? And when she looked at that, her soul probably connected. My soul connects with food, man. More than woman nowadays. Let me tell you what. So, uh, so that is like, she was probably excited about that. And she's just like, oh, yay. And then, you know, she looked at you and, you know, maybe your soul connected with her. Just from reading this, I don't think that her soul connected with you. You know, maybe, maybe it did. Or maybe it connected with that big sloppy sandwich. But uh, anyway, you know, you work at a gallery. You're passing by the gallery today. I wonder if you worked at the gallery, if you're standing outside smoking a cigarette or vaping. Maybe you were vaping. And uh, and or I don't know if you were there. You were there. You need to, uh, you need to be specific. If you see this post and tell me what I wore, I guess if her, if her, if your soul connects with somebody from mere eye contact, from, from just eye contact, if your soul connects with somebody, do you notice what they're wearing? I wouldn't think that you were, you would, because you would be smitten. You would be like swept off your feet. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, oh, and they had on a plaid pair of slacks and a button down shirt with a little polo man playing polo on it on the front. And I don't think that you would remember all that. You would just be like, my soul connected. Now let me get a sandwich. But uh, anyway, so if that's you, I want y'all y'all to uh, get together too. I'm rooting for all these creeps. All right. All right. I only got a couple more. I promise then I'll end the podcast. All right. You waved goodbye. We kept looking at each other while waiting for the north train at blank street you got off the train and stopped on a platform to wave goodbye you made my night i'd love to get to know you prove your you number one see i like this because they're putting like stipulations on the like they're telling they're they're making their their demands prove your you one what stop did you get off at two what kind of pants were you wearing? <laughs> uh, so it's 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 like something you I guess like describing the clothing of the other person is something that 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 you know I oh, my the pants I want to know about the pants you were wearing. Were you, were you staring at this person's pants? We kept looking at each other. That's how it starts off. It starts off by saying we kept looking at each other, which is just kind of creepy, man. But uh, but they they got off the train and waved goodbye. Okay, she waved goodbye, 
or he waved goodbye. It could be a him. Uh, because they're like, goodbye, creep. <laughs> That's what, I mean, we kept looking at each other, but you were saying, what kind of pants were you wearing? So you were looking at this person's pants. If somebody was staring at my pants, it would make me uncomfortable. Like, it wouldn't scare me as much as it would make me uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if this is a guy. If this is a guy, it's a big city, and there's another guy, a big guy, staring at his pants, it would might make him feel uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a case-by-case basis, right? So I can only go on assumptions, right? So we kept looking at each other, but you were noticing the kind of pants. So you were staring at the pants. So if this was a girl, she was probably like, I'll get off the train here because this guy won't quit looking at my pants. That makes me uncomfortable. But uh, I don't know. I don't know the deal. Uh, You made my night. You made my night by getting off a train and waving at me as a stranger after, you know, and I was sad to see you go because I like to stare at your pants. Staring at your pants made my night. So, uh, so there's that one. Okay. I got one more. I got one more. I swear this is all I'm going to do. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to keep making you suffer through all these, even though this is the highlight of my life. See, my, I'm not any better than any of these people because, they actually do this. They're actually stri- They're actually putting forth effort and reaching. They they want something, and they are they're doing something about it. You know, I know it's like buying a Powerball ticket is what they're doing when they put time and effort into this, right? And so they're maybe not even as sad as I am because I'm just reading them, and and getting joy out of it. So I'm the messed up one, I guess. Okay, so uh, here's the last one. Every morning at the R train, M4W, that means man for, this is like this guy. Okay, so all of them don't say this. All of them don't say this. But M4W, mean that's like a man seeking a woman, like man for one. That's like a man, that's a little lingo. If you didn't know that, that's what M4W means. I always want to make it at 7.30 a.m. to wait for the R train and always wait for the same spot. Because I always want to ride the morning with you. I always looked at you but are but are not looking back. Sometimes I sit next to you or in front of you, but it seems like I don't exist to you. This morning, I'm glad that I see you again after a long time. But the train was crowded and I was not able to sit next to you or in front of you. You were not wearing you were not wearing your Kate Spade sneakers this time, and the violet color of your hair was gone, but you are still beautiful. Yes, you are, and you will always be. I just wish that maybe someday you will notice me. You will smile back at me, or maybe have a chat while on the train. Oh, this is a, this is a long one, man. That's kind of a bummer. That's kind of a bummer one to end on. I kind of hate that I did that one last because this is just like, this makes me sad. Like for this guy, I, I wish, I wish that, that I was on the train with this guy. I would talk to him and I would be like, dude, let's like, do you want to hang out, man? Do you want to just like get a cop? Because you did this, this girl is probably some girl that's out of his league. She's probably just trying to get to work. She might be married. She might have a boyfriend. She's not out looking for somebody to have a relationship with on the train. Not saying that there's anything wrong with doing that, but it's a mode of transportation. 
it's kind of like for people that aren't traveling in, in Ubers or taxis or driving their own car, like they just want to get from point A to point B. A lot of times I don't want to chat it up with people when I'm out in public. Like I just don't. Like I, if I have stuff to do, I'm focused on what I need to do and I'm not taking in my surroundings and being like, oh, let me start lifelong relationships with everybody that is around me, you know? And that kind of, that kind of like, that is just kind of creepy at the same time because he's like, even though you're not wearing your sneakers and your hair is different, you're beautiful and you will always be. Man, you don't know that she'll always be beautiful. This is a stranger. It's a stranger. You don't know that this person will always be beautiful. They're going to get raggly and old someday, just like the rest of us. So you can't say that, man, with confidence. And it's weird. Don't say that. If you want to get someone's attention on misconnections, don't be creepy. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. If this, I'm sure that, that, that this must have worked sometime. You know, sometimes. And maybe Craigslist misconnections used to be a bigger thing, like in another time. But I just don't see it now. You know, I don't see it like being a being a huge way that people meet. Maybe unless it's like any women out there want to get pregnant. I mean, that's like different if you're just looking for anybody. But you're talking about one specific person. And and it's just weird, man. It's just kind of it makes you panic for the other person because you're like, do you know, because see, this is the thing that girl will never probably know about this post, right? Unless she listens to my podcast, which that's not likely, but she'll never know about this post. So she'll never know that this person is thinking all of these things. And so that makes you a little bit uncomfortable knowing that you're walking around in the world and there are people like that, that, that are experiencing something that you're a part of but you don't know that you're a part of. I guess that is the weirdest thing about misconnections like this and why they're so enjoyable to read, you know? And so, and so, and so now that, that, that I have made you aware of my discomfort, uh, I guess I'll end the podcast. That's a good place to end the podcast, I guess. But, uh, thanks everybody for listening to the podcast today. Uh, I can't wait to check in with you again next week. Today was a lot of fun. I'm sorry. I dragged that out. I dragged that out. Like they dragged out Dexter, you know, and like they drag out a TV show and you're just like, cancel it already. That's enough. But, uh, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. If you want to hear me talk about anything, the email address is in the notes of this podcast which i'm not convinced a lot of people read the notes of a podcast uh but they exist and you can find my contact information there if you want to contact me about anything or if you want to you know if you want to say glenn you are my misconnection but uh the chances are if you do that i'll just read the thing on the podcast and uh analyze it with my analytical brain but i hope that all of you guys have a great week take care be careful out there and uh, i hope that all the misconnections people find love this week but uh much love peace out